Hello, and welcome to That's Good Parenting, the podcast that searches for simple steps to reduce your parenting stress. We all want to be the best parents that we can be, but sometimes life and kids can throw some pretty tricky obstacles in our way and steal our parenting joy. My name is Dory Durbin. I'm a former teacher and personal trainer turned children's book author, illustrator, podcaster, and coach. I'm also a wife and mom of two young adults. I've been through those early parenting years, and I wish I knew so much more back then. So now it's my mission to search with you to find helpful resources that you can use right away. In this podcast, I interview parenting experts and professionals who provide practical tips and tools that you can use to function like the parent that you really want to be. So at the end of the day, you can proudly say, now that's, that's good parenting. Let's get to it. Hey, if you've ever wondered why that's good parenting began, I tried to keep it short and sweet, but here it is. Parents, I think you could agree that when it comes to our kids, there is a breadth and a depth of love that words just cannot describe. As a matter of fact, we will literally do anything that we can to help our kids become amazing adults that we see inside of them, even as infants. But there's also this commonly shared huge fear in raising these amazing little humans. Will we mess them up? Can we truly be the good parents that we imagine ourselves to be? Hi there. My name is Dory Durbin. I'm a children's book author, illustrator, book and parenting abundance coach, and the host of this show, That's Good Parenting. So why did I even start That's Good Parenting? Well, for starters, it wasn't because I thought I was a great parent. It's because the more that I parent, the more apparent it becomes that I need to know more. And you know, it's funny, I I never intended on having a parenting podcast. Honestly, I wasn't even sure that we would ever be parents because my husband and I, we didn't even have kids until we were 30. And when we did, even though we were a tiny bit older, we still felt so uncertain about the parenting moments right from the very start. We honestly weren't thinking that we needed any help either. We thought we were older, we were wiser, we had all this life experience. It surely equated to parenting experience, right? (laughs) So even when our kids were up all night and we were going through teething, through tantrums, through toilet training, we tried to find out all this information that we could on our own. Thank goodness for the internet and for nurses because without them, we would have been lost completely. But still... Sometimes I felt like I was so stressed in what I didn't know and hesitant to ask for help that I started to doubt that I was ever going to become a good parent at all. So right after we had our first baby, I found out that I had rheumatoid arthritis. And that was quite disabling to say the very least. When I wanted to crawl around and to do things where it just seemed natural for parents to do, instead I was limited by energy and by the motion itself, even carrying the kids. I had joint and muscle pains and found it really hard to sleep at night, despite the fact that we had little ones. And the demands on me just 
natural demands of being a parent and being somebody who was in the house taking care of things, it got to the point where I would actually be emotional from the exhaustion and frustration of just trying to make decisions, much less take care of us all during the day. My worst moments were literally when my body hurt. I felt angry. I felt trapped in my body and didn't have any answers. I was emotional because I knew that there had to be a different way, but I was just struggling and struggling even with asking, asking for help to find it. So I kept trying to do everything on my own. I tried to be ingenious instead. I have memories of using my teeth to undo the clothing snaps and moving from pillow to pillow across the floor so it didn't hurt my knees. And I had ice packs when I was nursing. I tried to nap whenever the kids napped. I found new ways to open Play-Doh and put on their little shoes. For me, the hardest part wasn't overcoming the physical part. It was the mental frustration and the struggle of trying to be the very best that I could be, even though I knew it fell much shorter than I wanted. When I was lying in bed at night, I was assessing my decisions too. There was like this imaginary parenting scale where I was like, where on this scale am I succeeding? Where had I failed? And how many times was I feeling anxious and tense and unsure? And then it dawned on me, were my kids picking up everything that I was showing them? Generally, at night, I felt completely wiped out, mentally, physically, even spiritually. I just couldn't get myself to go to bed without judgment. I thought somehow that I should be naturally equipped to do this, that I should have this parenting knowledge just there, or at least I could find what I needed really quickly, right? And you know, I'm really not sure why I thought that, because in all honesty, no one is prepared for parenting. You just aren't. So whenever there was a brand new situation, I was trying to dig from this belt that I thought I owned that I didn't even have on. And whenever I made the same mistakes over again, I just literally beat myself up because I should know better. But if I didn't have anything to help me, why would I know better? The more I tried to do it on my own, the more frustration I had, and it just grew and grew and grew. I didn't want to be a mom who was frustrated. I didn't want to be a mom who didn't love the moments of parenting that I had. My kids and my husband deserved so much more, and I just kept trying. But to be honest, soon the stress it was making my RA worse. And so one day after going to bed completely overwhelmed, mentally tapped, physically exhausted, and awake all night, we went to church the next morning, and I remember that I sat there on the pew and tried to hide how much my body hurt, my hands, my elbows, my shoulders, my neck, and then something spotted my eye. It said, welcome to Stephen's ministry. It was just this little pamphlet. It hurt to even go grab the pamphlet, and I just thought, why have I never considered Christian coaching before? Because the thought of somebody walking alongside of me without any bias at all and just listening and giving me support, <laughs> that sounded amazing. So I grabbed the pamphlet up and called the next day. Well, let me set this straight too. The call was hard only because I really didn't want to concede personally and ask for help. My husband was backing me. My family was backing me. I just was stubborn. And I was so worried that people would judge me, but there was still this voice in my head that wanted me to believe that I would never, ever be good enough. I also truly didn't believe that. 
I just knew that I needed to make a change. I wanted, I wanted to be a better wife, a better mom, and to show up for myself for once too. Two days later, I met my Stevens minister and started truly on a path of finding parenting help and joy. And you know what the magic was? It was being open to learning and learning from experienced people who knew more. I wasn't naturally equipped to be a good parent on my own. They could help me. And once my RA had finally gotten under control and I stepped back to really look around me, I realized that I had been simply suffering in silence. I realized that being a perfect parent was not the same as being a good parent. I also realized that maybe with support, support from parents who had quick resources that actually worked the moment that I needed them, I would feel less stressed and less fearful that I would actually mess my kids up. And this thing, this whole thing did not happen overnight, let me tell you. But as I reached out to people, my confidence grew and grew, which is great because the older my kids got, the more complicated their problems got, and it was really necessary to know more. I needed wise and experienced advice. So at first I dug into books, podcasts, YouTube videos, connected with more parents who were like me. And I tried to get all this information I could on my own still somewhat. By the time COVID hit, my babies were high schoolers. I could feel my parenting changed in a whole new direction. They were older. They needed new information and I needed new information. So of course, like so many people during COVID, I pivoted. I completely left my old job of teaching, fitness, and personal training. But I knew that I wanted still to connect with families. I needed to connect with them. I wanted to help other parents feel less stressed and more deeply connected with their kids. So I decided to take my artistic hobbies, my teaching background, my love for art and books, and combine them into a new realm, children's picture books. Then after self-publishing my third children's book, I realized a few more things. I loved writing, creating, illustrating, reading books to families. And that even though that other parents' struggles might be different than mine, they were still equal in weight. So many parents still were struggling with communication and emotions with their kids. And for time's sake, honestly, because you don't have all day, I'll speed this up into super warp mode. So I organized an online event called the Little Kids Big Feelings Workshop, where professionals shared tips and tricks to help parents and kids connect and communicate better. And from that event, parents had even more questions. And from those questions and from my love of books, I developed the podcast called The Power of Kids Books, where I interviewed family professionals. Those were professionals who also had kids books and they would read a snippet of their book, but also share their expertise for parents. And parents loved it, and children's book authors loved it. But I still felt like we were missing a segment of parents. We were missing some of the questions they really needed answers to. So the big question came into my mind was, what could I provide that would give action steps to parents? So it became clear that I needed to refocus my podcast. That's where the shift between the power of kids books and that's good parenting happened because this podcast that's good parenting gives you simple steps to reduce parenting stress. In this podcast, I interview family experts who understand your parenting heart. They work with families just like yours and they want to provide at least three things for you. First to connect your parenting questions with knowledge. 
Second, to provide you with simple steps that you can use right now. And third, to reduce your parenting stress. Ultimately, I see that my parenting imperfections and hangups were your gains. There is no reason any parent should struggle silently. I encourage you to listen to this podcast. I want to equip you with 20 to 30 years worth of experience and 20 to 30 minutes. This podcast opens the door to free parent knowledge specifically for you. It is my sincerest hope that with the help of That's Good Parenting, the podcast, that you, the busy, well-intentioned, perfection-seeking parent, that you can have less overwhelm and less fear that you're going to mess your kids up so that you can end your day and find at least one moment where you can say, hey, now that was good parenting. Oh, hey, one more thing. Have you been wondering if you could contribute to this podcast because you you have so much expert knowledge that could help parents? If you're interested, I have an application for you. Fill it out and we'll see if you're a perfect fit. And now, on to the show. Thanks for listening to That's Good Parenting, the podcast that gives you simple steps to reduce your parenting stress. If you're interested in more of a one-on-one or group coaching program, I'll be starting a parent abundance course very, very soon. I would love to help you live abundantly even as a parent. And if you have just a second and love the content, like or share this podcast with others because we want to help as many parents as we can. Okay, until next time, see you soon.